Stephen Young, another episode of the Young Realty Podcast. This is Podcast 22. Today we're talking about generational wealth. Uh, we are in, if you can't see me and you're listening to this, I'm actually standing in one of the properties we just closed this week. Uh, it's a small little uh, unit, it's about 450 square feet. Uh, nothing uh, huge, but again, it's something, it's cute. It, it'll bring in about 1800 bucks a month. Um, what I do with a lot of my real estate profits is I'll always scrape a little bit off the top of our flips and I'll buy something that I don't have to touch or do any work or it's like zero headaches because I don't want the headaches and uh, I just keep it and I keep them forever. It's what we call generational wealth. Uh, it's something that my kids can have. It's something that my wife can have if I'm gone in my next generation. Uh, they can pass on to their kids, etc. And you know, when you're building out a real estate portfolio, you know, I started quite small um, with one property and I, I literally took everything I had, which wasn't a lot at the time, about 5,000 bucks. And it was all my savings I had when I was 26 and I bought my first place. And from there, I rolled that into three and three came to six and six came to 12 and 12 came to 24. And I kept building and building and building. And now it's like I buy real estate like most people buy groceries. Uh, I buy the best quality product and I buy them weekly. And this week we closed on two properties and next week we're looking for some more. Um, we're always looking for good deals, but um, the part of my portfolio has to be low maintenance, low headaches, just because I've got enough on my plate as it is with businesses and kids and family and uh, you know real estate development and flipping. Um, so, so there's a lot that I look for, but uh, I'm always looking for a good deal. But if I can't find a good deal, I just want something with low maintenance. So it's, I'm just here today. We just got the keys, just closed on this one. We'll have a tenant in here and rent this out. Uh, we'll keep it as a rental property for, I don't know, as long as we want, as long as it's, as long as it's profitable, right? So I don't, I don't, uh, I got lots of properties like this where it doesn't cost me anything to keep. It doesn't cost me uh, time or headaches or aggravation, it's literally just to preserve some capital. That capital will grow over time. Uh, we, we've already bought this about three years ago, closing on it today, um, is about $150,000 of equity built into this property. It's already cash flow positive at a low rent and rent should go up, we're in a bad market right now, but as the market recovers in the next couple of years, we'll be up to a pretty substantial return each month on our initial investment. And so that's what I do. And then, you know, so for the, the lesson today is, you know, when it comes to generational wealth, you know, I never um, thought I would be in a position where I could have something to pass on. Not that I was investing that way when I first started in the business. But when I first started in the business, I was really just trying to make ends meet. I was just trying to get ahead. I was just trying to like, get, be successful, become somebody, become somebody with like, you know, nice car, nice place to live, like some, some cash in the bank. I didn't really know what I was getting at, but as I grew older and realized how uh, um, wealthy you can become through real estate, I realized you gotta figure out where to park the money. Like there's like, there's a lot of money that comes in every year and every month when, when we're doing these flips and you gotta put it somewhere. You don't want it just sitting in the bank account because if it's sitting in the bank, it's not doing anything for you. It's not generating interest, not generating a profit, not growing quickly enough because bank interest rates, I think are 1%. Right now, which is basically you're basically losing money. Um, so every dollar I get from a flip goes back out instantaneously. If there is a portion that goes to these long-term holds. There's a portion that goes to mortgage investing, and then there's a portion that goes back into growing the business, the flipping business. And 
that's our bread and butter. It's what I love to do. It's what I love to do day in and day out. Um, but at the end of the day, hey, even I need a break once in a while. So I buy these properties to give me a, a break, but still get the money growing and rolling. I've only invested 20, I think it's 26,000 on this one. Or sorry, I think it's 21,000 on the, on the original investment. It was a great deal a few years ago. The builders selling off some inventory. They paid us a commission. So my net out of pocket cost is only about 5,000 bucks. So anybody can afford $5,000. You can scrape together $5,000. You can get into your first place. You can get into a place, a rental property, even a flip. You can get into a very low money down. You just gotta recognize and realize that it's, it's not difficult. Like a lot of people think the uh, real estate investing is, is cash intensive. It can be, don't get me wrong. It certainly can be, but uh, not, not all of it has to be. Uh, this one especially is, I think, a great deal and it's going to be cash flow positive. Uh, if I've invested 5,000, which I think is what our net is at this point, um, with $150,000 built in equity, that is an incredible return on investment in three years. And I want you doing the exact same thing. Now, I don't recommend buying rental properties out of the gate. If you're starting out in real estate, like I did, you need to grow your war chest. You need to grow your, your um, cash in the bank, your, what you have to deploy to the marketplace. If you already have money, hey, get into rental properties. It's fantastic long term. But if, you, if you're looking, if you're like me when I started out and struggling and you wanted to build something quick and fast, you flip real estate. And as you flip real estate, you generate the money you need. And then as you have that money, then you deploy that back into the market on a long term basis. And that's what we call generational wealth. Like, you know, my kids can take this. We got lots of properties now, and my kids, gosh, when they're my age, they're gonna have tens of millions of dollars just sitting around not knowing what to do with it. But I've gotta educate them of what it is and how I built it, what the importance is of it, how to keep it, how to manage it. So there's gonna be some lessons I'm gonna have to teach them that I didn't have to do because I didn't have that either growing up. So at the end of the day, um, you know, this is a great, great deal. It's a great property. I wanna talk about generational wealth today and I just want to talk about rental properties briefly, but uh, it's really just to show you what we're buying, how we're buying it, um, how we keep them, and then yeah, that's it. So this is this property, cute little place, 450 square feet, another one into the portfolio, and I hope you start growing yours as well.